Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Live from Alex Basement. I'm Alec with Smart Realty, and we've got a lot to talk about today. It has been a little bit, um, <laughs> and I'll tell you, I, uh, man, this is how I know I'm getting old. I just jacked my back about a week and a half ago, and <laughs> this, this is the crazy thing. Here's all I was doing. I went down to tie my shoes. <laughs> I was getting ready to head to a show, go down to tie my shoes, boom! Blinding pain. I mean, blinding pain. Uh, <laughs> my kids are in the garage. They're like, Dad, are you all right? I'm, I'll be fine. Like, the pain, like, blacked out vision. Um, like, five minutes goes by, and I do not have any recollection of that five-minute window of time. Other than it was just excruciating pain. So what did I do? I sucked it up. I somehow got in my car. I drove to my showing and I, I showed a house because that's, that's the commitment I have. Um, and then I took a lot of Advil later. <laughs> and it still hurts a little bit, but it's uh, not like what it was before. So holy cow, man, that is debilitating. So yeah, I just, <laughs> I remember the words of a high school gym teacher. Um, and there are several of you who are on my friends list who have had Mr. Downs. And I know he called you this, and I'm not going to say it because it's a derogatory, not derogatory, it's a, it, it, he, he'd always say, don't be a, and, uh, or he'd call people, like he'd whisper, you know, you're a um, wussy, and it wasn't wussy. <laughs> so the, when in doubt, follow the rules of Mr. Downs and don't be a wussy. And so that's what I did, and I made it, and I got home, and uh, yeah, now I'm back. So... <laughs> Now it just hurts so nice when I sit in one more place. So anyway, let's talk about the big story right now, and that is the cluster bleep of the new mask rule. So for those of you like myself who are fully vaccinated, hell yeah, good job. We are better than the non-vaccinated people. We are, just a fact. Um, you know, JFK once said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And for all the people... Yeah, you know, nobody likes to be on lockdown. Nobody likes to have to close stores or businesses temporarily, some permanently, actually. So what can we do to resolve this? Get vaccinated. That simple. The more people that get vaccinated, the quicker they do it, the quicker the economy returns to normal. Okay? So for those of you who have been vaccinated or are going to get vaccinated very soon, you're patriots. Thank you. The country thanks you. You're awesome people. For those of you who aren't going to get vaccinated, uh, you need to, or and you're not patriots, all right? You got to do what's best. Believe me, man. Yeah, are there side effects? Sure. Is it that bad? No. I had a sore arm. A couple of people I know had like uh, flu symptoms for a day. It's not that bad. Um, and believe me, a sore arm, I mean, it was simple. Um, and now, obviously, kids 12 and up can get it, so... My two kids, we got their first doses. I, I see a bunch of people on my friends list getting their kids vaccinated. My kids were excited. Um, and they should be because the quicker and that we're fully vaccinated, the quicker we return to a normal lifestyle. Um, and them included. You know, because there's going to be, let's talk about the idiots because I, I'm convinced it's the lowest common denominator in society that seems to dictate society these days. And I don't think it used to be that way. It used to be the lowest common denominator was 
basically told, hey, stupid, go in the corner. We don't need the air. You want to be an idiot? That's your business. Go do it in your own time. But the problem with this new mask or not mask mandate is you're relying on the honor system for a bunch of morons who aren't vaccinated in the first place, who you are fighting with to get to wear masks when we're like knee deep in the pandemic. And you think they're going to, well, because you, you oh, we're not going to ask them. We're just going to take it their word for it. Well, they're going to lie. Of course they're going to lie. Or they're just going to flaunt it because they don't give a rat's ass. Man, this was a mess. This was a mess. It needed, now I'm not necessarily opposed to something like this uh, happening, but it needed to be rolled out in a smart way. And it wasn't. You either need, there's two things that have to happen. Either you need some kind of identifier to say, hey, I'm vaccinated, I'm awesome, and this jackass isn't because they're not as cool as me. Um, or you need to basically keep the mask mandate in effect for a little bit longer. Um, you know, I don't know when, maybe July, maybe August, but, you know, you just opened it up to 12-year-olds. Why don't you give them a chance to, you know, get vaccinated? Um, we're still not there yet. And now basically you're, you know, I'll be honest, this is going to be harsh, but you know what? As long as the deaths are only limited to people that refuse to get the vaccine, screw you. You want to die, go die. I hope you do. Congratulations. Good luck. Um, that, that's all. But the problem is sometimes it's, it's good people that did the right thing that still end up paying the price. So this is going to be a nightmare. You can already see they're putting pressure on uh, stores. Um, Ricky Schroeder, by the way, from Silver Spoon. So, by the way, if you would have told me, hey, Ricky Schroeder uh, was one of those child stars that had a drug problem he's dead, I would have probably believed you. But apparently he's alive and well and just an asshole. Um, as he was yelling at the Costco people because they still are enforcing the mask policy, which is the right. <laughs> so... Um, Nice to see you're still around, Ricky Schroeder. Glad to hear. Um, but yeah, and that's what you're going to be dealing with going forward. So now you've put the onus on these businesses and, and put them in a bad place. Costco just sent out, speaking of which, an email yesterday that I read. It was their mask policy, and it said it was it was convoluted on top of that. It's like states that have no mask policies, uh, there won't be a mask requirement at Costco. But states that do, there will still be a mask policy in because basically they don't have a way to know who's vaccinated and who's not you know so yeah that's the trouble you're going to run to so thank you CDC you've created another mess um, but yeah I think I, I think now we've just we've given up actually I'll tell you what I went to a restaurant for the first time in over a year I sat outside and ate uh, in Depot Town on Saturday and the funny thing was <laughs> it was a friend of mine who that was the last time I had eaten at a restaurant was right prior to the pandemic with the same guy. And I said, I don't know if this is a coincidence, but we've come full circle. Um, but here's the difference. He was, I go, I text him. I'm like, hey, where are you at? He goes, cause we were going to meet at one place, but they were open later. Uh, sidetracks doesn't open till noon. And Aubrey's was open. So I'm like, I walk over there. I'm like, where are you at? He goes, I'm inside. I'm like, dude, I'm not eating inside. <laughs> I said, I'll eat outside. There's no way in hell my ass is eating inside of the restaurant. And I'm not going to eat inside of the restaurant uh, anytime soon. Maybe fine. Like I said, I'm fully vaccinated. But you know what? Outside's fine with me. Except this week, holy crap, it's going to get hot here. Um, they're talking that we could hit 90 degrees by the, the, by the weekend. Oh, uh, this, this is not going to be comfortable weather for me. I do not 
I don't like it really cold. I don't like it really hot. <laughs> and that's going to be really hot. And as my friend says, because I always wear, I, I, I have button-downs. I wear button-downs. I, I do not wear short-sleeve button-downs. I think that's like a very 60s-era looking thing. I don't know. It doesn't look as professional to me. I will roll up my sleeves. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't get people who won't get the second shot. That, to me, is just insane. But, yeah, so I am going to be hot with my uh, with, with my button-down shirt. But somehow I'll make it. Thank goodness for air conditioning. But I'll tell you, sometimes, and this drives me nuts with people, is you go see a house and they don't put the air conditioning on uh, when it's like 90 degrees because they're saving a dollar. Um, listen, if you're going to sell your house, even in this market, if it's cold, you want your heat on because you don't want people to be uncomfortable. And it's hot. And I'm not saying you put your hair down to like 68. You can keep it at like 75, 76. Uh, you just want it so people can walk through your house and not drip sweat. Uh, because if they're not comfortable in your house, they're not going to want to be in your house. So that's free advice, even in this market. Um, all right, so let's, man, there has been some really good stuff that I have been watching. Oh, before we get to that, we got to talk Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace, member of the uh, Going to Work Pistons, somehow is going into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Now, I love Ben Wallace, okay? There's no way... The Golden Order Pistons win a championship without him. It just doesn't happen. Because I think every guy on that team was integral to winning, to their success. I also think Kobe Bryant, completely destroying the Lakers, um, helped the Pistons as well. But look, Ben Wallace wasn't the best player on the team. I don't think he was the second best player on the team. The best player on that team was Chauncey or Rasheed. Okay? It's not even close. You know, Ben Wallace was a great defensive player with the Pistons. But there's a reason he didn't have much success after he left and went to Chicago. Um, he was, he fit perfectly. I mean, and this was, that, that Pistons team was so unique um, in that it just, it, it, they all needed each other to work and couldn't work separately. Though, separately, those guys could be good on other teams. Um, but I, I just think, you know, and I love Fear the Fro, and I think Man, I, I think you're just seeing the effect of marketing in a way because, you know, Ben Wallace was the exciting guy. He got behind it. It was exciting. It's always fun to watch those defensive guys. And I'm not saying he wasn't good. He was really good. I just don't think he was long enough. It wasn't over a long enough period and that dominant enough to be Hall of Fame good. Not like when, uh, when Rodman got into the Hall of Fame. Look, he was phenomenal on the Pistons, he goes to the Bulls, he's phenomenal on the Bulls. Um, different story, different, uh, you know, yeah, I'm just saying, I don't think Ben Wallace deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I was shocked. My friend calls me, he goes, you'll never guess who's getting into the Hall of Fame from the Pistons. And it, you know what? That's the first name I guessed. And it was like, I, not that I thought it would, that he deserved it, but I'm like, boy, if anyone, it'll be him because he has the hype behind him. Whereas Chauncey to me, oh man, Chauncey definitely. If, if Ben's Ben is in the Hall of Fame, uh, Chauncey needs to be there for sure. So yeah, well, congratulations either way. Um, but yeah, that's a surprising one. And oh, on another Detroit sports note, the Tigers are going to um, retire officially uh, Lou Whitaker's number in 2022. 
So it was supposed to happen. Way overdue, by the way. Way overdue. And there's a guy. There's a guy. Don't piss me off. Lou Whitaker, one of the greatest second basemen ever to play in the history of baseball, should absolutely 100%, 1,000% be in the Hall of Fame. He absolutely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. It, he's been screwed over. Um, but he is finally getting his number retired uh, with the Tigers, and that'll be next year. Oh, and by the way, the Tigers announced that they're, uh, anyone who goes to Comerica Park doesn't have to wear a mask. But you know what? If you're dumb enough to go to Comerica Park, dumb enough to sit through a Tiger game, you deserve what you get. <laughs> I'm going to guess your life is lacking. <laughs> you know, I don't care how long we've been without sports and without social contact. You don't need to watch that crap that is the Detroit Tigers. Because that is crap. Um, oh, if you paid me a million dollars. Okay, no, no, no. Do it. But if you, you gave me free tickets, free parking, and all the food I could eat, I would not go. I would not go. Box seats. Let me sit in the dugout. I still wouldn't go. So that's how bad the Tigers are. And the sad part is, I don't see them getting better anytime soon. They look like they suck, and they look like they're going to suck for a long time. My theory is, my theory, that Miguel Cabrera's contract is like a huge albatross. I mean, you're stuck with him through uh, uh, 2023, and that's a ridiculous amount. I think they were waiting basically till his last year. Uh, to do anything about it. And why buy him out? It's not like it's going to do anything. You suck anyway, so you might as well suck with him. Um, so, and hopefully he gets his uh, 500 home run and 3,000 hit before 2023. But at this pace, it's going to be close. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about some entertainment and television. By the way, AT&T, which owned um, like HBO, Warner Brothers, they're spinning all that off. Um, or they're selling it to the people who own Discovery. So now they have a media company that's going to be bigger than Netflix, and uh, it's going to be huge. So we'll see what happens there. But more importantly, let's let's talk Winter Soldier for a second because it touched on something. It, it got to the corner of it, but it didn't hit it. And this, I think, to me, this would be the most fascinating story in the Marvel Universe. And that is, and it, it really started to talk about it, but it, it was so surface, so just little. What happened? People disappeared for five years, right? Just poof, right? He's half his finger, half the population is gone. And then they returned. Well, in five years, what happened? People go on with their lives. Um, people die. Kids are born. Blah, blah, blah. Holy crap. You don't think that would be an incredible... Man, I'm like, that would be absolutely fascinating to kind of explore what really would happen. What would happen? Would you? Would we erupt in the riots? Um... And, you know, it, it kind of alluded to you have the, 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 the people ca that came back were almost treated as refugees kind of thing. But it didn't really go into detail. I would love to see, like, a gritty just, you know, take on it. I don't think it'll ever happen. But that, to me, is the interesting story. Uh, this other crap, I mean, fine, yeah, superhero movie. Woo, excited. I still enjoy it. But that would be the stuff that would make a phenomenal, phenomenal story. And speaking of which, the uh, the Bad Batch, which is the latest animated uh, thing on Disney Plus from the Star Wars universe. Here's the cool thing. I, I wasn't going to watch this because I usually don't watch the animated stuff. Um, but I'm like, uh, just it was late. Uh, I'll throw it on. Let's see. And it takes place like right about five minutes before Order 66. And for those of you non-Star Wars geeks like myself, like unlike myself, Order 66, if you go back to the movies with it, they go... 
execute order 66. And then they started the clone, started killing all the Jedi. Okay, there, you're caught up. So the Bad Batch is like this group of four, five, five clones that uh, for some reason weren't the, uh, impacted by this, the, thus the Bad Batch. Uh, there was something different about them. So while it's going on, it takes place and they're with the Jedi. And it, it like picks up from right there. And I always thought, to me, again, that was one of the most interesting things of the new Star Wars films was this whole Order 66, and it was over in such a brief flash. I, I would have really liked to see more uh, detail later on. I don't know. They don't listen to me. I got some ideas. Netflix, I'm telling you, you want to hire me to be a director of programming? Oh, my gosh. You, you would. First of all, th there's a lot of cancellations, unless the numbers are really that bad, that need to go the other way. But... Uh, Oh man, Dude, am I the only one who gets? I can't be the only one that gets so pissed when a show you watch gets canceled, and then if there's episodes I haven't watched, like I just stopped watching. For example, I have not watched the last season of Jessica Jones. I love Jessica Jones. Um, there was another one with Hillary Swank. I think it was called Away or something. I was gonna watch that. Psh, nope, not anymore. They announced it was canceled after one season. Okay, I'm not watching it. There's plenty of other stuff. So yeah, I just get that. Well, if I know it's done. The last thing I want to do is watch something that ends on a cliffhanger. So, um, but here's some good news coming out this month on Netflix is Lucifer, the final final season. So that should be uh, interesting. the The person playing God is the Allstate guy, or Serrano from Major League, Joe Boo. <laughs> of course, Joe Boo is God. Um, <laughs> and you know what? That's what I need here. I need like a little Joe Boo statue. And for those of you who watch Major League and love it as much as I do, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Man, I want it right behind me. So when I'm doing the show, it's uh, live from Alex Basement with Alec and Joe Boo. <laughs> um, all right, sidetrack there. Um, this, man, this is one of the best things I've watched on Netflix in a long time. And it is called Jupiter Rising. And, man, I, I seem to be keeping a superhero thing today. I'm going to change that in a minute. Um but it is fantastic. It is the person who created this also created Kick-Ass and The Kingsman. And if you haven't seen either of those, the first Kick-Ass was hilarious because you had this like nine or ten year old uh, kid just swearing up a storm and beating the crap out of people. It was very funny and entertaining. Um, and then The Kingsman is fantastic. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, there's two of them. Uh, there's two Kick-Asses too. Um, but yeah, both very good. So it's like, all right, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch this. It was absolutely fascinating. And it, it keeps going back and forth. Um, like, it just, you know, they start off right away, and then you start to get to the backstory on how they came about. And it goes back into the uh, right at the time uh, before the stock market crash. That's kind of the, the impetus for it. Um, and it was fascinating. It, it was a really good show. And, again, it, because it's not about the – here's the problem superhero movies make, if you ask me. And you do. So I'm going to tell you anyway. So the, the problem they make is they're just too much action, blah, 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 boring. So they forget about the movie, right? They forget about the story and why the action. The action doesn't exist to drive the story. The story should drive the action. The action should be this. The story should be, my hands are going up, but much wider. The, I, I want a lot of story. There's some action because they're superheroes. And then story. And that's what this uh, Jupiter Rising does gives you a lot of story. The, the fact that the superhero fighting part of it 
is ancillary. It's the relationships. It's how the world is changing. And that's, I think, what makes this really interesting and really uh, unique. So, Marvel, Warner Brothers especially, if you're listening, uh, for DC, there's a good suggestion. Um, all right, there's another show I'm in the middle of called Shadow and Bone. By the way, these are both like two up there on the top ten in Netflix right now. Um, here's what I will say about Shadow and Bone. It's, it's good. you got to give the first episode and get to the second one. Um, because I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, it just literally drops you in this strange world, and you're not quite sure what's going on. It takes you about an episode, episode and a half to kind of kind of wrap your head around it. And then once it does, oh boy, it's it's really interesting. So I'm not done yet, so I, I can't make, give you a, a full review. Um, but so far, it's, it's really good. Um, and lastly, Ragnarok is coming back. That is the, I think it's a Norwegian show, which I'm telling you, it's dubbed in English. I, I, I don't think the people who actually did the dubbing or who translated it, I don't think they speak the original language. I think they just looked at what was happening and just guessed and wrote some stuff down. So <laughs> it's a little awkward in that. If you can get past that part, um, it's not bad. <laughs> so I'll be waiting for season two. Season one, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it uh, in spite of that. Um, you know, it's just like the older Doctor Who's. And I'm not talking about the old, old ones, but the newer ones that they started, the older ones. It, it wasn't, the special effects weren't the grand special effects you're used to, but it was such a good story that it didn't matter. It overcame. So that's what, uh, that's what this uh, Ragnarok does. So, all right, that's what I have for you this week. Um, we're definitely going to start coming back to you uh, <laughs> weekly again. Uh, sorry about that, but uh, yes, I was on the disabled list. I was on the 15-day DL, and now I got called back up. And I'm ready to go. So, except I'm going to be super hot this week. So, I'm going to be hiding in my face more. It's cool. So, all right, folks, have a great week, and I will talk to you soon.